Hey, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to Season 2, Episode 8.5 of Sword Art Online. Odd. Uh, sound off. I guess that's a, a way of sounding off. <laughs> it's me, the person that has not been here for a while. Uh, I mean, relatively, I suppose. But I guess for the audience, I mean, it's, it's a couple weeks. Mm. So who are you? They've forgotten you. Oh, I, <laughs> I am RL. I play Zana, Zorxie's Zion, and uh, I have a cool crow named Alistair that I uh, that can shapeshift. It's, it's mad cool. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's magic, because technically it is. Uh, it's magic cool. Awesome. Well, facts. Uh, so where did we last leave off since it's uh, like been a week and a half? Uh, we left off with me leaving the Dovian's manor in the carriage with a Dorian. There we go. Hey, you got their names right. Good job. It is your quaking fault for naming them so quake no. and simul. No, no, Dorian, no, no, no. Dovian, they both start with their little D and both end with a Ewevin. Yeah, exactly. And yet I don't. I somehow managed to not get them confused most of the time. So uh, that's because it's in your brain. It's all on my brain couch, which apparently you've not yet gotten on. Uh, I ain't sitting on your brain couch. Well, everyone, thank you all for tuning in and listening, uh, and I hope you all enjoy this adventure on my brain couch. So we find ourselves in my mindscape today, with you in a lovely carriage, much like the one that you saw Snow leave out in. It has a beautiful dark spruce uh, body with gold trim with nice red leather seats and a red velvet floor. There are refreshments in the carriage in the forms of sparkling water and chestnuts and pistachios. I'm going to take the sparkling water. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Why does it taste like angry water? What do you mean, angry water? It it tastes like angry water. That's just... Where's your regular water? Oh, there is regular water in the cooler to your left. Give me some regular water. Ugh. Also, I would not recommend you drink it straight out of bottle. Bottle... Bottles of for water. Water bottles? Yes, but if you do not see, this is a 32-ounce bottle in which has now been contaminated. Yeah, you gotta stay hydrated. Here, watch. I'll sip out of it since it's now my bottle. Because I sippity sipped out of it. Did you not just explain that you did not enjoy the taste? Oh, I definitely don't enjoy the taste. Then why this do is you my bo- to drink out of it? Because it's my bottle now. Are you going to drink out of it? I suppose I would not, so you are free to do with it as you please. Just please refrain from staining leather and velvet floors. You have a point. <sighs> so, um, how long to the castle? The carriage ride will be approximately 14 hours. Hmm. It's not that bad. Well, I guess we have some time to spend together, huh, Dorian? It would appear as such would be true. Um, you like jazz? What is this jazz you speak of? Oh is this a comedian from your village? No, I'm the comedian of my village. Oh, wonderful. Tell because me Because everybody thinks I'm a joke. Oh, you are a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know any good joke? Uh, what, what do you call an icicle that keeps giving you quizzes? 
popsicle. A testicle. <laughs> I do not get joke, but okay. <laughs> I'm glad you are enjoying yourself on this carriage ride. We have a rather long time to go. <laughs> gonna sit over here and cry a bit. <laughs> Is there anything I can assist you with, madame? You do seem to be struggling. Uh, uh, no. Uh, unless you know how to, um, help me have some sort of good luck or, or something. I, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I been holding this up i've been holding holding my mask up real real tight and and i don't know it's it's starting to starting to drop my tears are disintegrating to making it disappear <laughs> I'm legitimately crying <laughs> you ever wonder why i laugh so much <laughs> Because I have no choice whenever I'm really stressed. I can't do anything but laugh. And people just think I'm making jokes. <laughs> but I'm really worried that they hate me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not my therapist. <laughs> I do not know what this therapist you speak of is. But I could helps. help you give advice. A therapist is someone who helps your mental health. They're like professionally trained. But whenever I see a therapist, they need to see a therapist afterwards. Well, I was not professionally trained. I could still help you and give advice. I don't. I don't even know what I. I need to do. I'm. It's the. The problem isn't anything that I'm doing. The problem is just me. <sighs> It's just who I am. Well, at least the problem is you. Because you are the only person you can change. Oh, that was strangely philosophical. I can change Alistair. Yo, Alistair. Ah, uh, but technically I am you still. Crap. Like I said, you are the only person you can change. Out of all of your circumstances, the only ones that you can control are those regarding yourself. You cannot control other people. You cannot control the circumstances you are in. I'm well quick and aware. But you can do everything in your power to make the outcome you desire. And if an outcome does not come out the way you desire, you must do everything you can to make it that way. That's the thing. Getting what I desire is what I do. Everything that has been done up to this point, up to the, like right before our party got split, that's stuff that I wanted to happen. Then, maybe... If that is not satisfying you, try doing something for someone else. If getting what you desire does not help you, help someone else get what they want. And maybe that will make you feel encouraged. Okay, look, don't, dad, uh, dad? Um, it's pronounced Dorian. Douglas. Dorian. All right, I'm going to level with you here. Don't take this offensively, but it's only because you're not a real person. <laughs> um, ma'am, with all due respect, I know you said you had psychological trauma, but I do believe I am very real. Is he an NPC? Can I perception check that? Yes, he is, and he is a part of the game. Yeah, that's what I quickened thought. All right, so I'm only saying this in confidentiality. Can you 
Pinky promised me, swear that you ain't gonna tell nobody else. I know not what this pinky promise is, but take I your can... pinky. Oh yes. And oh, put it, okay. put it, okay. and then we hook our pinkies. Okay. This is a promise. Wonderful. If you break this promise, you break your pinky. Well, okay, I can, I can make this vow. Yes. Wonderful. Do, what, what is said in this carriage is kept in this carriage. I'm gonna level with you. I am not this person. In fact, you're not even seeing all of me. So I'm gonna mess with my hair. I'll take out two things, and he's probably not going to know what these are, but they're bumpets from the 80s. Mm-hmm. So I have little horns. There's that. And then, oh, man, I don't even know how I'm going to do this. Let me just reach up in there. Get it. That's my tail. Because that's a thing that I have that I've been trying to keep secret. They, they don't even know that this is actually me. I could put a mask on, like for some costume parade, and they wouldn't even know that it's that it's me, because I have quacking horns and a tail. It makes me look like the devil I actually am, and I hate it. I don't know why I chose this class. We cannot choose the way we are born. We must merely learn to accept it. <sighs> and furthermore, why have you been hiding this from friends? If they were truly friends, they would not judge. I, I was part of a guild before this one. They found out that I was, wasn't really telling them the whole truth. I kept slipping up. They, they said they wanted to hear the truth, that it would make them happy if I told them the truth. But when I did, when I showed them this, and when I told them truth, they rejected me and hated me. Despite, they called me revolting and disgusting. They said they never wanted to see me ever again. And they were people I, I trust. They were the first people in my life that it was actually able to be myself around and as soon as I really opened up boom rejection man these are the only other people that have ever spent a lot of time around me other than the quacking mafia right but I wasn't just raised by my grandmother Helen I was one of the mafia's tools and I I've worked with them and I've helped them Steal and and I'm I'm the reason some people have gotten killed. And as soon as my other people found out that they don't like me, and there's a bunch of stuff that you have to deal with the knowledge now, Dorian. I say I'll get up in his face and poke him. You have to deal with it now. And I'm sorry, but I don't feel that bad because you're not real. You want my advice? I've been holding that in for like three weeks. I've been for a while. What's what's your advice? A man once said, sometimes we must have a mask that we never take off. That man was a coward and a fool. Your problem all stemmed from the fact that the people who you trusted and who you thought knew you, you you were not honest. And when they found out, they were scared of you. Probably not because what you have done, but probably because they thought they knew you and you were not who you said you were. So your solution to solve this issue was to lie to the next group of people who you've garnered their trust. Well, there's one of two options. I can open up to them and get rejected again, or I can keep lying to them, keep being that happy Danny Dulzana that I am, that everybody kind of likes, but sort of doesn't. If they are truly your friends, and they truly care about you, then they would see that who you are is not who you are. If you are honest about making changes, they will see that. It is not black, it is not white. We are all somewhere muddled in the middle. 
who you were is not who you have to be. You can be someone better than that. And if they truly care about you, they will see that potential in you. And they will accept it. And they will help you garner a new pathway, a new future of your own desire. But what if they don't? <laughs> then were they really, truly worth your friendship in the first place? Yes. They're... If they do not accept you, if they do not help you, if they... I wouldn't accept me. I'm a bad luck charm, boy. There's no... There's so many bad things that have happened to this group because of me, just because I've been around. Two of our team members turned into quick and werewolves, and now we can't find them. Sal, I was, like, completely terrible to Sal. Called him Sandbag Sal, because everybody's always beating down on him. Granted, I'm not the only one, but I was a part of it. And Daniel, soon as I... Soon as I started being nice to Daniel, boom, gone. Bad luck charm. You know, if I was in the position of your friends, I would assist. For the reason that you do not wish to stay where you are. I cannot help an individual who does not wish to help themselves. But you, you see the error in your ways. You see where you have come from and you wish to go somewhere else. And that person... That is a person that I can join on the journey. That is a person who I would be willing to help. <laughs> You're a good man. I'm going to give him a hug. You're going to give him a big hug. And he gives you a warm embrace. You're a good, You're a good guy. This is an awkward way to start a very long trip. <laughs> I can tell you this much. I do see hope and a future for you. And if you do not find it with your current compatriots... I know most assuredly that us at Castle Rimadolf would have a home for you. The Aww. queen is a loving and caring individual, and she has found a home for all of us who are in her servitude, no matter what background we have come from. Mm. She has opened her doors to all of us when we were nothing but outcasts. But with that being said, I do hope the best for you and your current compatriots. Yeah, so do I. I, 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 I diddly dawn went and gotten attached to them i got attached to one in particular but i feel like feel like i've been really kind of i don't know i i could treat him better i could treat him better i could do better for him he deserves better he's a great guy but i went and gotten getting diddly done attached attachments they are the most dangerous thing in the world yeah you're telling me but they are the also the most rewarding you can callous yourself over and try not to be attached, but at the end of the day, there will be an empty, hollow hole in your heart. And the only thing that will be able to fill it is those loved ones that you care about. So what you're saying is, I should be myself? You should be yourself. And if they truly love you, like you do them, then they will accept you. Maybe not for who you were, but if you are honest about changing who you could be. Yeah, I can, I think I, I, if I really try, I think I, I think I can do better. And be candid with them. If they hear that you are honestly trying to make a change and they will hold you accountable to it, then I am sure that they will greet you with open arms. Yeah, I do like open arms. We've been, Jim, out of game. How long have I, has Zana been with the group? Mm, three, four weeks. Almost a month. Hmm. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. So I've been bit with them for like a whole month. 
They've never seen my horns or my tail. I think they almost saw my tail once. Um, and that was when I went swimming naked in the lake. But it was dark, so I think I was good. Yes, that was clearly the only time that you were ever naked and that someone would have seen you. Well, like I said, be candid with them. Bring it out in the open. Gather all of your compatriots around and just be honest. Tell them that you have great news. That you were someone, but you are becoming someone better than that. Hey guys, great news. I have a tail. Well, imagine all the uses for that. It is like fifth limb. I mean, I... I guess I never really thought about it like that before. You could hold a third sword. You could open door handles or carry bananas. <laughs> to be honest, I never really thought of it like that. Like as another limb. I guess I can try. I'm going to try and maneuver my tail to grab the glass. Do I have to roll for oh, that? Please roll for that because you have not actually used this. You've been at all at all. So you are not acquainted to it. 11 plus one. Uh, dexterity, please. 17. You are able to, even though you've never been able to, you've never tried even using this before, and it is kind of decrepit and frail, slowly able to maneuver it over to the glass. It is shaking as it goes over and it uh, knocks over the glass and it spills all over velvet floor. Uh, oh, oh, um, Sorry. We will have to clean this up, and he just grabs a rag and starts to pat it up. I Maybe practice would be in order, but I do think it would be valuable asset. To be honest, I haven't really looked at it that much. It kind of freak it, it kind of freaks me out, and I've just kind of been wrapping it around my body or like my leg, and I need to know how to not be a bad luck charm, Dori, Dor- Dorian. Well, that is not something I can really help in advising. Like I said, there are matters which are completely out of our control. There are circumstances which befall us, which we cannot actually impact. But in the heat of the moment, in the circumstances that we are put in, that is when we have the decision. You know, I feel like you were like the right person to talk to about this, Dorian. You're you're a real great dude. You know that? Well, thank you. I Like I said, I have many years of experience and with them in my belt, I do believe that, well... I can provide some counseling. <gasps> I would like to think that is why the queen keeps me within her servitude, if not only for my muscle, is for my wisdom. That's about a month's worth of baggage unpacked. I feel a lot better. I feel like my shoulders are lighter. Like I like I have more movement in my butt. Oh my god. Oh, dang it. That freaking I'm gonna need to get used to this tail. I thought that was a snake. God, what is Clyde gonna think about the tail? He's n- I don't- I don't- oh, man. Like, I know everybody else, they're just gonna see it, it's just gonna be there. But if Clyde still wants to be cut- cuddle buddies? Is that what we are? No- Wait, it's complicated. I, uh, uh, oh, I guess I haven't really unpacked everything. Wait, Dorian, if you're here- Yes. And I'm here. Right. Then who's driving the carriage? Thomas. Th- Thomas? Thomas, the cab driver. Hey, can I say hi? Um, and he just, there's a slit behind him and he opens up a slit in the carriage. <gasps> what? That's so cool. Good evening, Thomas. How hi. are you? Hi, Thomas. Hello, madam. How are you doing? A lot better. Doing, g- how are you? Doing quite well. It is a beautiful evening. Hmm. I thought it was, like, 
scary to travel at night. Ah, don't worry. With me at your side, and more importantly, Dorian there, you have nothing to fear. Oh. Well, I don't really fear much things other than, like, people's judgment of me anyway. Monsters, that's fine. Heights, that's fine. Snakes, they creep me out, that's fine. Squirrels, you know, like, like, sharp objects, that's fine. I fear basically nothing. Except for, like, three things. I, three things. Maybe three, kind of three. Squirrels, Uh geese, Uh and judgment. Yep, that's basically it. (laughs) If there was a mixture between a squirrel and a goose that judged me, that's like my worst freaking fear in the entire world. Oh my god. Crap. (laughs) I'm going to look at the refreshments. Is it just almonds? Hmm? Oh, there's a large assortment of mixed nuts, including pistachios, cashews, almonds, chestnuts, walnuts. All right. Dorian. There's also bread and uh, an assortment of beverages. Dorian, you have brought to light so many things. Yes. Grab his face. And I thank you so much for that you have done. You got me out of prison. Well, house arrest. You helped me with my emotion. You're you're just a great guy. And uh, you're helping me accept myself. And hopefully other people accept me. And uh, now, now I want to try something. And that is, I want to use my tail to flick these nuts in my mouth. And I want you to sport me through it. Um, I do not know how better to really assist you in doing so. Just like cheer for me. Like, boom, you can do it. Uh, maybe you should First start nut. with simpler exercises right. in which right. you could not impactfully hit your it. eye. Roll dexterity, please. Ooh, that's not bad. Well, only one higher. 18. You flick the nut and it goes straight up in the air and hits the roof of the carriage and the, it bounces back down and hits the ground. Maybe you should just try strengthening your tail before you try such dexterous... I'm trying again. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a 10 total. <laughs> you flick it and it goes out the slot of the window and hits the cab driver in the back. Sorry, Thomas. I thought you what, would what? want a snack. Uh, oh, oh, um... Well, actually, I'm quite fine. I've packed a meal up here. Good. I'll I'll keep that in mind. Ma'am, you were All right. You know what they say? close to my head. You know what they say, Dorian, third time um, practice is makes perfect, the charm. so maybe you should better prepare. 19. I feel like my good rolls are just going progressively up. It flings upward in your general direction, but whizzes past your head and hits the back of the carriage. See how close that was? I had it close. I had it really close. Yes, and then you will eventually get closer to face and make almond fly an eye hole. What if I did it with my eyes closed? Then you would not be able to aim nut into mouth. (laughs) You have a point. Maybe you should try first strengthening tail before you try such nimble and agile maneuvers. Try lifting small weights. Uh, what would be considered a small weight? Maybe a few pounds at most. Give me your boot. My boot would not be suitable for this. Here. And he takes the sparkling water that you didn't like, uncorks it, and starts to dump it out the window, then hands you the bottle. All right. A- empty bottle should weigh no more than a pound or two. Just start doing curls with this. All right. I try to grab it. What the hell? Okay. All right. Roll strength. Uh, 13. You're feeble and never-before-used tail is immensely decrepit and weak. 
but it is able to slowly raise the bottle, but you only get it about halfway lifted until your tail just falls flat onto the carriage. Yeah, kind of ignoring that this was a thing until now. May have not been the best decision, like I could have secretly trained with it or something, but I kind of just didn't really want to look at it. We'll be glad you caught it now until you needed it. There is a great wise saying that my father once told me. And it is good that you are making these decisions and growths before the time arises. I was once told that great occasions do not make heroes or cowards. They simply unveil them to the eyes of men. Silently and imperceivably, as we wake or sleep, we will grow strong or weak, until at last some great crisis shows us who we've become. Ooh, getting philosophical, man. You know a lot of great phrases, things... Well, when you have lived as long as I have. Oh, Dorian. How long oh. have you lived? Oh, I, I suppose... Hmm? Two months. I what? suppose I would be in my 80s by now. And he cracks his bones. Goodness gracious, you're like a pack of Rice Krispies, snack, crackle, pop. I know not what this food is that you speak of, but yes, my bones were not as youthful as they once were. But they still serve me well. Yeah, mine do it too. Oh... <laughs> uh, my back. Are we friends now, Dorian? Is this a thing? I would have always counted us as friends. Oh. But after knowing you more, I'm glad to call you one of my few. Oh, Dorian, go give him without a hug. Like I said, once you get back to Castle Rimadol, you will see that we are one large family there, and we will greet you welcomed with open arms, as I am sure they have all done with your compatriots. I am very nervous and very excited to see my other compatriots. Yeah, my, my friends. Yes, well... Gl- it's nervous-sighted. Luckily, we should be there within a few hours. few hours? Yes, see, the sun is setting. I picked you up around noon. Huh. Wow. How long was I crying for? Oh my gosh. The carriage ride is almost over. We should be there shortly. All right. I feel like I probably should have done something like better with my time. And no, this was this was important for me. This was important for me. I found some interesting facts about the town Unimut. So that's what Snow wanted to know. Granted, was in a pop-up book, and I was reading it in the lap of the Mister Dovian. But it it was a good bonding moment between us, and it was a nice distraction. For me, at the time. But as soon as the distraction kind of disappeared, I was like, oh, crap. (laughs) I most certainly think that this carriage ride was most impactful for you. How can you take care of others if you cannot first take care of yourself? You have a fair point. Though I will say, those who make other people laugh do so because they know how hard it is to be sad all the time. That was something from, like, Robin Williams, I think. I know not who to speak to. A great philosopher in my time. But he does sound like a great and wise man. He was. And maybe that will be your strength. Because you know how hard it has been for you. Maybe you will try to make everyone else's lives brighter. That's what I try to do with jokes and stuff. Although I do make those without really thinking. It's. I would say it's natural, but it's more more of a nervous condition. Like I I so I make jokes intentionally sometimes, but usually it's out of um it's out of anxiety. <laughs> it's an anxiety joke. <laughs> it's like, hi, I'm nervous about this situation. Let's joke about it so we don't have to deal with it. <laughs> I also laugh in situation like like 
Oh my gosh, Dorian, let me tell you. Do you know what, like, horror is? I've seen many horrific moments in my lifetime, yes. So, where I'm from, we have movies and, like, places you can go to experience that fear. I don't know why people like it. But, so, I don't experience that fear like other people do. I just laugh and they think I'm, like, clinically insane. I'm totally not. They, they have nothing to prove. Or, or I have... They have no proof. Uh, <laughs> this is... <laughs> the laugh. Ah. Ooh. Everyone handles their fear in their own ways. In the most horrific moments in my life, I have also seen people break out into hysteria. Sometimes laughter is the only way to cope with the situation. That but is... Yeah, that's that's true. The truth of the matter is... But if such laughter is debilitating you in the situation, how could you ever rise to the occasion? I do not think less of a man who is afraid. I think less of the man who does not face his fears. Because there will always be a time when we are afraid. And how we handle that, that is the hallmark of a great person. Ah, uh, so like me and what am I, I'm about to face with my friends judging me. Exactly. <laughs> but the fact that you are facing it shows courage. Courage is not the absence of fear. It is the ability to face it. Dang, you're like a whole philosophy book in one. Like I said, you pick up many things when you have lived as long as I. Well, with that, madam, I can surely welcome you to Castle Rimadolf. What the quack? Are we here? And he opens the door, and you find yourself in a beautiful courtyard. What? Man. That's cool. The rainy weather finally got got away. Hate that fog. Oh my gosh. Fog. Grog. Crystal. Oh my god. Other compatriots of yours? Yes. Oh man, wait. My my horse. Oh, do not worry. Your steeds are actually already at castle. <gasps> what? Yes. You can find them right this way in stables. Oh, you guys probably took them when I was on, like, prison... House arrest. Yes, while you are at the house, we did not have to file paperwork to pay- take back your steeds. So while everyone else came last night, we brought them to them this morning. That makes a whole lot more quacking sense. Oh my gosh, I love my horse. He's such a good boy. He's- well then, with this, let us reunite you with all your compatriots and your noble steed. Okay. Remember, I have faith in you. And I know you to be a strong and courageous person, and I have great hope. And give him a hug. Thanks, Dorian. I Here. believe you will be strong enough to face your fears. All right. And with that, everyone, thank you for listening to Sword Art Online Season 2, Episode 8.5. I hope you guys all enjoyed this half of the episode, and we'll be going into a little bit of the next half. So let's check up on Snow and see how they did last night. So we pan into the room. You, as you requested, you are finding yourselves currently in Wilson's room. Your space was kind of invaded last time. Uh, a couple of new individuals uh, named R and... It's R.A. Uguin 
Weird names, nonetheless. Uh, they literally invaded your space after saying that they were sent to assist you and kind of just took over your bed and yes. are currently resting in your quarters. So you decided to make your way over to Wilson's. And you have decided that uh, while we're here, we might as well have a, what is at least remaining of it, a guild sleepover. So you invited Clyde and Wilson I invited to Wilson's own Wilson's room. room. <laughs> and that is where you find yourself currently. You made your way there first after being given instructions and Wilson hurriedly rushed into the room. But alas, he could not find you. Instead, all he found was a myriad of pillows stacked precariously on the top of his bed, blankets enrapturing it. The structure seems unwarily sound, but nonetheless still standing. Uh, Snow? You in here somewhere? Where did all these pillows come from? Snow stands like a mere cat. We got them from Clyde's room. No, ah, whoa. <laughs> That's right, we did. I rushed over as soon as I heard. There's a sleepover, Wilson. Did you get the news? The news? You're in my room. Well, yeah, but it, where else are we going to go? I mean, it's kind of impressive that we built this in five minutes. I was only gone for like 30 seconds. What do you mean five minutes? Time passes differently here. I don't know what you're talking about, Wilson. We had plenty of time to construct this pillow fort. Oh my gosh, well... Where are we going to sleep if there is a giant volcano of pillows here? Together on the pillows? Like normal people? In a pillow fort? <sighs> I mean, would you expect us to all sleep in the king-size bed that could fit the entire guild? Yes, it's a bed. That's what it's used for. I don't know. I really think the pillow fort offers a lot more amenities than the bed itself. What kind of amenities? I mean, look at this. We've got a window. And he just pushes out a pillow. <gasps> we also have chairs. Wait, we've got chairs in here? Yeah. Oh, right. We're sitting on pillows. <laughs> well, well is, is there even enough room for a third person? Come on in, Wilson. We'll just kind of scrunch. Clyde, scoot over. Oh, uh, uh, the, where? Okay, we need to make this bigger. We need more pillows. Snow goes across the hall to the mm -hmm. room that she went in earlier. Yeah. She just, just kind of walks in mm -hmm. stealthily. Okay. That's an 18 roll, and my stealth is... Uh, not a skill I, I took, but um, it's a 22. It is rather late in the evening at this point, and you notice that the room seems vacant. Someone may not, in fact, be staying here, but you do see there are a myriad of pillows, four on the bed currently, but you know that in the cupboard to your left, there's a massive stack of about eight more. Okay. I um I grab the four on the bed, and then I toss them out in the hall, mm -hmm. and I grab the rest that are in the uh, cupboard, and I toss them out in the hall. And then I start dragging them in. Like a lion dragging a gazelle <laughs> for the savannah. You make your way dragging all of these pillows in and you just look like, hey guys, I got the goods. And you just like belly flop onto the bed and the pillows explode everywhere and you Wait. start reconstructing the fort. Yeah, I was going to say, why didn't we build the pillow fort on the bed? And we just need to hang these sheets like up on the, uh, is there like a... Um, yeah, we got a frame. Poles, yeah. Yeah, we, we, got a, we got a bed frame. So yeah. Yeah, we could just hang it up from the poles, drape it down. We can, like, cut out little windows or... I don't oh, think we should cut, cut the, the windows. Yeah, yeah. probably not a good idea. All right, so uh, we're going to construct this. All right, so it takes you guys uh, long. Your guys' craft checks are looking pretty good. Um, it takes you guys about 20 minutes to construct a fort, but after which there's a ceiling light, there's a working door... Made out of pillows, of course. Who made a ceiling light? What? Oh, well, yeah, because there's a bed. Because the way the bed frame is set up, Wilson had it set up to, on a string system. You pull a string and the blanket falls down and can be lifted back up by the string. That's pretty handy, Wilson. I'm impressed. I was in the Eagle Scouts. A call. A call. 
Come on, Clyde. You got a good call. Good call? Good job. Impressive. All right. So, gentlemen. Oh my gosh, do I get to use my honorary tea time card? You don't have one. Did you steal Sal's? Yeah. He's not going to use it anymore. (laughs) I guess. He dropped it with most of his clothes before he ran into the woods. Does that? Oh. Oh, Wilson, I guess you can't participate. You don't have an honorary tea time card. Can we give me an honorary tea time card? I don't know, Clyde. What do you think? Mm, I don't know. This is a pretty exclusive club. Clyde, you only got in because you stole someone else's. Yes, but I still have one. It's like saying just because you steal someone else's ID doesn't mean you have an ID. Wait, But no. it's not your ID. That's exactly what it means. It doesn't say Sal's name on it. And I'm going to hold up the card that he's holding in his hand. Like, just grab the other side and lift it. See, it doesn't belong to anyone. Wait. It's just a pass. We solved this problem. Right uh, Clyde on it. Oh, wait, do I have a pen? Oh, I, I don't. Here, can I borrow a pen, Wilson? I'll write it down for you. Don't worry. I've got great penmanship. It does he pull a pen out? He pulls out a quill, yes. Snow is going to, like, jump to get the pen. <laughs> Roll to disarm. Uh, that's my CMB, right? Yeah, that is correct. Your CMB versus his CMD. Oh, God. Um, hold on. I got this. I got this. All right, are you ready? Yeah. 20... Three. Just narrowly, he is able to dodge your advances. And not only is he able to do so, but he is able to grab the card out of your hand in the process of you trying to grab the quill. Did I wrangle it from Clyde's hand? Yeah, Should you I ripped roll? it out of Clyde's hand because you jerked out of it so fast. Okay, this is going to be a wrestling contest. And Wilson then. starts to write his name. He gets the W God, get out. get it! Ah, that's my card! No, it's not. It's got a W on it. Is there a W in your name? I don't think so. Wakalida. Cl- <laughs> okay, Wakalida. Get him, Clyde. Get it. I'm Wilson holding him down. Finishes. I'm holding him down. He says, "It says honorary tea time card plus two, Wilson and Clyde." Okay. All right. I think these terms could be found to be acceptable. These are acceptable terms. And he sets it down in the middle of everyone. But your honorary tea time card can be revoked by any tea time member. Just wait. Does that mean I can revoke? Clyde's tea time card? No, you're honorary. You're not a full tea time. Oh, dang it. Is there a process to get, like, promoted? Um, you must transition classes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, see, I thought you were going to go a different place there, and uh, I'm glad you didn't. So we're just going to... Yeah, we're going to ignore that. Okay. Ignore yeah, that. yeah. Too bad Zana's not here. She'd have so much fun. Facts. Uh, speaking of which, we already talked about me and Zana. So, Snow, what's going on with you and Wilson? Uh, uh, what do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean? I mean, you two are clearly an item. And he just points back and forth between the two of you. Snow looks at Wilson and looks back at Clyde, like, just with, like, this leer. Wilson is currently blushing. Uh, I mean, even... What? We're a couple of great individuals, if that's what you mean. No, I think there's something going on here. Snow continues to leer. Uh... I mean, what if Wilson might be gay? <laughs> I can reassure you I am not batting for that team. I uh, just listen, Clyde, this whole time I thought he was after you. Snow is trying to bluff the crap out of this just because she's also a little embarrassed. Roll bluff. That's <laughs> a 19. And with my bluff, 27. Wait, you thought it was gay, Snow? Wow, Snow. Find out something new every day. So is that why you, like... Oh, that's true. Like, don't girls normally like having gay best friends or something? Uh, I don't know. I've I've only had guy friends. 
I don't usually have girlfriends because girls are weird. I second that motion. Girl, wait, no, no, wait, don't wait. Um, no, no, I'm not gay. That's the motion I second. You're the only person who said you're not gay, but she's the only person who said I am gay. Therefore, they cancel out. Listen, Clyde, like, Clyde, didn't you notice all those times that Wilson has tried to, you know, like, sit between us to get close to you? I remember he freaked out in the carriage, like when I put my hand on your hand and he lifted his hands up. Snow, darling, Hmm? I, I really need to explain something to you. I don't think he was doing that for me. I don't know, man. Snow is in pure denial. Anyways, um, so how's everyone? Stay been at Rimadol? They tried to strip me. See, they tried the same thing. And you let it happen? And I let it happen. I thought you had butlers in your room. There was a lady butler. Ladies aren't butlers. They That's not... They maids. Same difference. All right. All right. Okay. Listen, they scrubbed the hard to get places. What's hard to get? Like the center of your back? That's not that hard to get. What are you going to do? Use your arm? Snow, like, acrobatically, I guess, like, folds her arms back because she can reach back there and grab her fingers. And just like, yeah, you just but grab. You can't scrub it that well. Yes, you can. No. You just put a brush between your arms. You just keep moving them like <laughs> that. Um, yeah, well, anyway. <sighs> Anybody worried about what's going on outside? What do you mean by that? You know, like outside of the game. Oh, I thought you were talking about like in the nearby village where we left and abandoned, but it's like kind of creepy and there are vampires that might attack it. You know, like the real world that we kind of were forced to leave behind. Uh, I mean, not really. I didn't really uh, leave too much behind there. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure my sisters probably miss me, but I don't think any of them are trapped in this game. Oh no, what if they bought the game? Well, anyways, they wouldn't be outside. They'd be in here. So I'm technically worried if the outside is in here more than anything. Snow gets like this really sad look and she's like, I was all alone at my house or apartment thing. And my baby was there by myself. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm just, hmm. This has been bothering me for a while. So I'm just kind of thinking about it. I mean, there's nothing I can do, but I'm really hoping somebody got there in time. Uh, what if you are the all starved? Oh my gosh. I mean, someone could have never found you. You could be starving and dying. You could die any day in real life. And then what would happen to you in the game? Not only that, but what if your kids starved? Oh no. Oh, like, come on. I'm, look, I'm sure she has family. While she might have been living by herself, I'm sure someone's there to take care of, including her, her little girl. Yeah, my poor baby. <laughs> she can't take care of herself. She hasn't learned how to use the door. How old did you say she was now? She's two. She can't. Well, I guess if she's small enough, she probably couldn't reach the door, so. No, no, she can reach it. That's impressive. How? That's a big girl you got there. Uh, I wouldn't say she's big. She's like medium sized. I guess I'd be average for her, for her age. She's not underweight or anything, but I mean, she can reach the door just fine. She just can't use it. She's scared of it more than anything. Are girls scared of doors? Well, yeah. Wouldn't you be if the thing just kind of flaps closed every time you walk through it? Uh, I don't know, Wilson. I was scared of chickens for a really long time. Uh, but anyways, so I could understand why her little girl's scared of doors. They've attacked me a few times. Clyde, I feel like you were bullied a lot as a child. <laughs> yeah, by chickens and doors, man. And your sisters? Because you seem scared of them. Oh, uh, they're little demons. Wait, are your sisters younger than you? Yeah. Oh. Impressive. Well, I'm kind of like in the middle here. So there were three older, four younger. So 
you're the middle kid and they bullied you. Did they dress you up? I was the, I'm the only guy in the family. Of course they did. <clears throat> Snow's just imagining him in like this little tutu. Stop thinking of that. I can feel your eyes. It's the same way they look at me. Snow is proud. She's successfully diverted the attention from the whole other conversation. Uh, so is, uh, Snow. Uh, speaking of your uh, little girl, um, you said she's pretty regular for her age. How, uh, how, how old is she? I said she's two. Oh, that, that, that's right. Um, and, uh, this Blaine character we're looking for, how long did you, uh, say we've known him? You've known him for? Or been with him? Why are we talking about Blaine? I mean... I, I don't know. It's just... Well, I mean, I dated him for, like, six months. Yeah, Wilson. Like, wait, what is this awkward transition? I don't know, man. It's just, uh... It's my first tea time, so I'm just about ironing out the kinks. So was there, like, anyone before Blaine? Uh, that's a, a pretty personal question, Wilson. Oh, sorry, but, I didn't like, mean to pry, but... I mean, yes, I've gone out with other people before. I mean, there was this one guy that I went out with. Now he's hit the right chord because she's like, oh my gosh, you're talking about relationships. There was this one guy I went out with. I dated him for a, a single day. And that was in late middle school. He was like a really good friend of mine. And I... It just happened like where I couldn't really imagine us dating. It was really awkward. And I just had these conflicting emotions of like, should I date him? Should I not date him? And then I called him up later in the day. I guess it wasn't more than 24 hours. It might have been eight. And I called him. I broke up with him on the phone. It was kind of mean. I was in middle school. Dang. Slay, girl. You you broke up with a guy in under eight hours? Yeah. Savage. So wait, was that the last guy you went out with? No. Okay. I also had this guy who gave me this uh, panda snow globe and it plays Canon and D. I went out with him for like a few weeks. I have no idea when or how we broke up. I think we just stopped talking to each other. It was weird. It was like a fade out. I think that happened at some point in high school. And uh, so uh, when did you have your little girl? Two years ago. Right. But I mean, well, like, huh? in... In sequential order of time. I'm just building a timeline, you know, to get to know you better. Uh-huh. So, like, your last relationship before Blaine was when? Uh, I don't think I had one in... Hmm. I think my last relationship was in junior year of high school. So, that would have been about th four years ago now? doesn't make any sense. Ah. Uh... But Wilson, what do you want about? What doesn't make any sense? Yeah, like why are you why are you self imploding right now? Oh, um, no, nothing. The the whole situation reminded me of a math problem. Uh huh. That my mother gave me before I, we left. It was one of those word problems. Didn't make any sense. That's why I just got a headache. Wait, so relationships are triggering you to remember a word problem? Yes, because the time frame was similar. All right, you, here, I'll, I'll spell it out for you, right? So Sally's got an ice cream cone, and she's had an ice cream, this ice cream cone for two years. But she hasn't been to an ice cream shop since four years, and then she went back six months ago. But then when she get the ice cream cone? Snow is intrigued by the bath problem. I mean, couldn't she have just gone to an ice cream parlor like outside? Nope. Okay. Because remember, it said she hadn't been to an ice cream shop. Last time she went was four years ago. But she got this ice cream cone 
two years ago. Well, there are a few options there. If she didn't go to a shop, somebody, uh, she could have stole it or she oh, could I don't have. I she would have stolen it. That'd be weird. Uh, maybe she bought a bunch from four years before and she just kept them all in the freezer to eat later. Isn't that a good one, Glad? Like, I think that's a I great answer. I think that's a really good answer. Wilson, you should put that down. Um, Contextually, I don't think that works. So, uh, you said you had a couple other ideas? I don't think she was freezing these. Okay. Uh, somebody could have given it to her. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I don't think that makes more sense than the other ones, No, right? no, 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 no. Hear me out here. She was given the ice cream cone, right, Clyde? Yeah. Wilson, what do you want? Why couldn't she have just, like, bought a dozen ice cream cones and frozen them? I think that's the best I answer. I think that's really the best answer. All right. All right, guys. Whatever helps you sleep better at night, I think I've come to a just conclusion. I'm satisfied with my math problem. Interesting. Yeah. We're still talking about ice cream here, right? Because, like, it's really making me hungry. Dude, I could use some ice cream. Yeah, you, uh, Clyde, why don't you, like, get ice cream or something? I mean, I, I have it all in my bag right here. I don't have to go anywhere. You want ice cream, guys? What, what kind do you want? I mostly only have vanilla. It's really hard to make other flavors in this game, but vanilla is doable. You got you got cookies? Yeah, I've got cookies. You got Oreo cookies? Copyright. <laughs> I've got chocolate cookies. You got chocolate cookies with filling in the center? Yeah. Uh-huh. Throw them all in there. And Clyde just has a bowl with one scoop of ice cream and just crushes a couple of cookies over it, mixes it in, hands it over to you. Oh, yeah, boy. That's right. That's the good stuff. Snow starts to eat it. Uh, Clyde, can I just have a little bit of fudge on my vanilla? All right, boring, but sure. Just hands it over. And then you see Clyde get vanilla ice cream, crushed cookies, put chocolate syrup, put fudge on, whipped cream, and then a cherry, and then more chocolate syrup. Clyde. Mm. That's like diabetes, diabetes right there. <laughs> you just start shoveling it in. Oh, God. I'm going to have a sugar rush and like, give me like 10 minutes. I'm going to be all over the place. Please roll a will save. Oh, okay. Uh, fortitude save. Reroll it then? No, just use the same die. It's a good die roll. 22. My fortitude is excellent. Your fortitude is excellent. Even after the sugar hits you and you get a sudden burst and bolt of energy, you are able to maintain regular energy levels and do not crash due to exhaustion. However, Clyde, who took a lot of sugar, was immensely more exuberant than you two individuals <clears throat> and is completely just knocked out unconscious on the floor after his, uh, spurt of energy. Wow, Clyde. Yeah. yeah. You seem like you're hungover uh, from sugar. Uh, yeah. You need to go to the bathroom? No. The bathroom's over there. That's fine. I know where it is. It's the same as my room. Uh, Are you okay? Yeah, I just need a minute to lay down. Uh, I'm already laying down, so I'm going to just be here for a minute. Are you sure you don't want to go if to the bathroom? you vomit in my bed... I'm rolling you up in the sheet you vomited in and throwing you out the window. It'll be fine. Just need me up for it to settle. Mm, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be fine. I told you not to put all that. Well, I really didn't. I should have said something. Uh, it was only three scoops of ice cream. Yeah, but you know how big those scoops were? That was the size of Wilson's head. Bud, the size of Wilson's head. I didn't put any jimmies on it. It's normally the jimmies that do me in. Wilson... Should we throw him in the bathroom? I, I feel like it's... No, no, don't do it. No, don't move me. And then both you and Wilson roll him up in a blanket and physically throw him in the bathtub. I'm sorry, Clyde. <laughs> Is he throwing up? 
<laughs> he's splashing around and eventually he's able to get out of the blanket. Oh, that was not refreshing. Oh. Ooh. Have fun. No. Actually, it's really relaxing. I might stay in here for a bit. Oh, okay. But now my clothes are wet. I'm going to walk out of here, but you can take them off. I don't care. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll be in for the sleeping times. Don't fall asleep in the bathtub. You will drown. Uh, I'm sure the lack of oxygen would wake me up. I'll be in in 15 minutes, though. Snow sets a timer just to make sure. Oh, well, now that idiot's done with. He about destroyed our pillow fort, too, when he was trying to swing from the banister. I'm actually impressed that he had that much strength. Yeah, I like I... I He's normally, like, frail and nimble in my mind. It's his best qualities. I, I think his best qualities is cooking. Oh, uh, well, most definitely, but <laughs> I just normally exclude that because we can get that just about anywhere. Yeah, well, listen. Well, I mean, not on the road. It's really useful when we're camping to have a nice hearty stew, but... Yeah, I wouldn't know what to do if, if we didn't have Clyde's cooking. I would honestly probably just, you know, starve, eat yeah. berries, poison myself, you know, the usual. Uh, I'd make sure you didn't poison yourself. I, I can tell a good berry from... From a bad one, but uh, I, I definitely can't make mix the ingredients quite like that man. So, ice cream, huh? Yeah. Why would your mom give you an ice cream analogy? Uh, I really liked ice cream growing she up like, as a child. As an ice cream. Then Snow starts to think, and she starts to put math together. Can I roll for math? You can roll for math. What is the roll, actually? What am I rolling? Intelligence. <laughs> okay. Uh, sense motive, actually. All right, I am sensing. Would that technically be a bl- I'm going up against his bluff. Yes, which he does not have a very high one of. 21. You can sense that he was not talking about ice cream. And the time in relation to the conversation and the parallels between the information in both conversations is eerily striking between the math problem he gave and the information you just gave about your dating personal life. So, uh, be honest with me here, Wilson. You really talk about ice cream? All right, listen, woman. He just grabs you by both the shoulders. Uh Uh-huh. And he's, like, glaring at the bathroom door. Okay. Listen. All right, Snow. Is he vomiting? (sighs) No, I'm not about to vomit. I hope Clyde is so he doesn't hear me. But anyways, I really like you. But I'm a little intimidated because you've got this baby girl. And I didn't know if you'd, like, done things like Clyde and Zana things, and then, like, had a child, like a human child, where he just, like, just popped out, because, you know, like, that's what happens in nature. And so I was just, like, making sure that it wasn't, like, but it sounds like you were given it, like, a gift or maybe, like, adoption, because you're a really kind-hearted person. So I was just making sure that I could provide for, like, a living human being and everything if I, like, offered to be with you, because I'm sure, like, if we did, like... Had a relationship, like after we were done the game, we'd probably want to meet up in real life because there's like this level of commitment and I wanted to make sure I was ready for that. So I had to cross my eyes and dot my teeth. That's backwards. But uh, so I just wanted to make sure I was prepared. But I think now, now I'm pretty confident that I can do this. I could be a great dad. Uh, why are you talking about being a dad? I don't have a child. But you have your baby girl. I'm talking about my dog. Oh my gosh, woman. It's a dog? Yes! What kind of dog? I love dogs. I had a beagle. Why are you talking about being with me right now? When you, what, you're freaking out about my dog? I thought it was a baby! Well, first off, if she was two, she'd be a toddler. But that's beside the point. Um, I thought this was a human child that popped out of your uterus. Uh... Well, uh, she kind of, she's blushing really, really red right now. And she's like, uh, 
Wilson, I've only kissed one person before. Oh, thank goodness. And okay. that was you. Oh, well, sorry for a bad first kiss. Wait, no, I kissed you first. What are you on about? Yeah. That was probably great. I don't remember it, though, but I heard it was great. Uh. Good? But okay? Rolls to remember. I don't know if it was good. That was a two. <laughs> you don't remember it very well. Uh, it wasn't memorable. Yeah, that's probably not a good sign. Well, technically, I don't remember it either, so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just oh. pretend it never happened, right? Yeah, but then you kissed me again afterwards, and then I think I reacted poorly to the situation. Yeah. But at the same time, I was feeling a little down, and it was a little unexpected. Mm. But that's all behind us now. Yep, just like Clyde in the bathroom. Is everything okay out there, guys? I heard screaming, shut up, Clyde. Keep vomiting in a pool. <laughs> all right. Yes. I'll be out in like 10 minutes. Uh. It's just really relaxing. Oh. <laughs> Clyde's in the bathroom, snow's out in the, 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 um. Oh, and Wilson just hugs you. Oh, snow. Okay. This makes me, a, this is a lot of less stress added to the situation. Oh, yeah. She looks back and forth really awkwardly. Less stress. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I making you more stressed? Uh, well, I mean... I have talked about the fact that I'm trying to get closure with the whole... that That's why I was trying to give you space, but then I got, like, conflicting signals while we were in the tavern in Yenema. Which signals were conflicting? The one where you got close to my face and made our lips touch. Okay, I might have felt really bad for something I did at that point, so, uh... Well, I mean, I was in a bad place then. I, don't I might have really, put you there. It's No, it wasn't Oh, no, me. I think I did. I... You weren't paying attention. I said sorry to this, uh, but uh, um, I got rid of the spell that caused the problem. What 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 spell? Uh, crushing despair. No. I, uh... Did did you cause me to like right after I just started building my confidence back up? Did you cause me to, you know, have an internalized crisis? On accident. I didn't mean for that to happen. Oh, it wasn't even for a good reason or on purpose then. Uh... No, it wasn't. It was, uh, well, I mean, there was intention behind uh, it. You were just being really annoying. Why wouldn't you just tell me that? I did. Oh. Like three times. Okay. I'm so sorry. Oh, um, it's, uh... I felt really bad about that. And then I also felt really bad about kissing you because then you were also freaking out and you were avoiding contact with me. And then you weren't avoiding contact with me. And there were a lot more mixed signals on your end. So, you know. Because I didn't know what to do with the whole situation. Because you said we need to wait. Because you weren't ready for anything. At least that's what Kilson said. So then it, uh, there was like the spacing issue. And then our lips touched. And then it was just like. <laughs> could you stop saying our lips touched? But that's what happened. Okay. Could you like. <laughs> could we make it like less about the lips touching? All right. But you're, you're right. But I mean. At least I know, even if you were technically the cause of me going into a spiraling, like, phase of depression, that you were there to comfort me when when I was in that state. Yeah, and the guild leader gotta, gotta fix the problems that I create. <laughs> Thumbs up there. Yeah. But now I feel like this is really awkward. Uh-huh. Clyde, are you done bathing yet? Where do we go from here? I mean, I, I want to move forward. I know you said that whole uh, last time you tried to date a friend thing only lasted about eight hours, but... That was in middle school. I think you've probably changed a lot since then, and the circumstances are a lot different. I just want you to know that I want to always be there for you, because that's what you've done for me. When 
and I was all alone in this game, not knowing what to do, you kind of gave me a purpose. And that purpose is to protect you and be there for you. And I feel like uh, when you're ready, if you wanted to try and go out or something, date or whatever the kids are calling it these days. I'm not really good at this. Yeah, she's I'm looking at him like, uh. But I'm saying that I, I, I think I love you. Holy crap. <laughs> Whoa, that got heavy. That got really heavy. Uh, uh. Roll a will save. Rolling a will save. You cast dancing lights through the nearest window. Hold on. It's a tent. You cast dancing light through the nearest window and light step away from the situation. Out the window and just... Into the midnight sky. Oh no, it's going to start all over. Oh no. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of Season 2, Episode 8.5, The Sword Art All in Line. I hope you all enjoyed. Uh, a lot of mischief and character growth happen, so I hope you enjoy getting the uh, inside scoop into uh, what is canon in Sword Art Online. So thank you all so much for listening, and have a good day. Bye. Bye.